You know, today's episode is going to be a little bit of a, the energy is going to be a little bit more stern. You know, we're going to get down into a topic that can be a little bit controversial, but I feel it's very necessary we talk about this because it attributes to our peace, it attributes to our calm, to our essence, to our spirit. I wanted to touch on uh, love and lust today, right? two powerful forces that we all experience right we've all engaged in right love and lust and is there a balance is there a happy medium between the two does love serve does does lust serve a purpose like is there a way to positively use lust and use it into our higher version of ourselves? and i think the answer is no <laughs> no i don't i don't th- i don't think there is any reason for lust um of course we're going to experience lust and um i don't think lust is supposed to be suppressed in a way but i don't think lust is supposed to be expressed now if we're not expressing lust aren't we suppressing it no i think we can actually move right through the lust heal right through the lust right find the love through the lust or move beyond the lust to love we're saying lust and love a lot, <laughs> but these are two powerful forces that we experience. And I find lust to be a very slippery slope. And I know there's going to be people who disagree with me and that's okay. But lust is a slippery slope. I believe that could be very detrimental to the spirit. Now, am I saying that we can't experience others and have connections and engage with one another? Of course not. Right? Like two bodies coming together is a beautiful thing. But when two people who have love for one another, come together, what happens? They pour into each other's cup. They fill each other up. They're actually overflowing with love already. So they are manifesting and creating more love in that situation, which is beautiful. And I'm not saying you have to be like married in love or whatever. No, I'm like, just like genuine love for one another, coming from a loving place, coming from a place where you're like, I have something to give. I want to give to this person because there's something about them I love and I want to truly receive their love. Now, lust, on the other hand, is pretty selfish. Lust wants something, right? Even if you want to give to somebody like in a sexual manner, you're like, oh, I want to do this to that person. That's not true giving when it's lust because you're still doing it for your own ego. You're still doing to be like, yeah, I did that to them. You understand? To boost yourself because you want that gratification, right? You want to see them in that pleasure for yourself. Lust is very selfish because lust needs something. Lust says, hey, I feel a void within. I feel a craving. I feel a desire and has to be filled. And often when we are in a lustful state, what happens? We will fill. We will fill that void with people who we don't love. People who with, if we were in our right mind or our sense or in our alignment, in our center, in our God space, we know we wouldn't engage with. But because we've allowed lust to take over our mind, because that's what it does. Lust will take over your mind and trick you into doing things that you know you shouldn't do. That's why I say it is a slippery slope. There's a, um, there's a, there's a saying in the Bible, um, by Yeshua, by Christ. And he says, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully 
has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Mm. I'm going to say it one more time. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully or man, we're going to say this because, you know, the Bible is written in a way where it's just like very manly. But anyone who looks at a woman or man lustfully has already committed adultery with her or him in their heart. Now, this seems like a very almost shocking thing to say, like just looking at somebody in a lustful way, you've committed adultery, right? You committed something wrong. Why would that be? I think because Yeshua, I think because Christ is saying here, listen, it is a slippery slope. And once you start to go down that slope, you are already in position going down a pathway to committing something that will be detrimental to your spirit. You understand? Christ will also say, and if your eye causes you to sin, to lust, let's say, gouge it out. Uh, It's better to enter the kingdom of God with only one eye than it is to have two eyes and be thrown into hell. Now, what can this mean, right? If your eye causes you to sin, to gouge it out. I think I personally, so on my journey, like when I was younger, you know, speaking from a man's perspective, like every boy, every man goes through a journey where they discover adult content and they drive into that and then they get into the practice or the habit of self-pleasure. And I think this can be very toxic, right? It creates a very skewed um, perspective of what, sex should be like right what true connection should be like right and you get this fantasy like image and it causes you to have a separation from reality right and it also causes you to look at people as objects this is very dangerous this is why lust is dangerous is because as soon as you look at somebody like an object right you are just disregarding a whole human's experience whole human's being to being an object for your pleasure for your self-pleasure, meaning they are beneath you now, beyond their heart, mind, body, and spirit, everything that they are, the love, compassion, everything. As soon as you lust over someone and look at them like an object, you are now disgracing creation. To me, when I decided to completely quit any type of adult content many years ago, like I I quit that long time ago, and self-pleasure in that sense, and now, some people will, I'm going to only speak from man's, men's point of view, you know, some men will quit watching porn, but they still pleasure self and think of people, people they're not even in committed relationships with or people they don't know or people they do know, but they don't know on that level. To me, that is lust and that is disrespectful, right? To me, it is even disrespectful to go in your mind and to do things to somebody in a lustful manner without their consent. Now, you may be like, Heinz, you really need consent to go inside your own mind. It's your own mind. Yes, for sure. Because what you are doing is you are feeding into lust and that will pour into your heart and that will manifest into your actions. And the next thing you know, you are down a slippery slope and you end up in bed or in a situation with somebody who was not going to fill your cup up. Like to sit there in the privacy of yourself and think of somebody and to do things, like we're getting a little bit, we're not going to get graphic, but we're being a little bit honest right now. To think of somebody in your mind and to do activities with them and you're not even on a level with, with them like that. You're not even on a vibration with them like that. They, they don't even know you, you even think of them like this and to do things to them. 
again, is to objectify people, right? It's to completely objectify another human being for your own pleasure. The thing about love is love isn't selfish, right? Love gives and receives, you understand? Love is limitless. But lust, lust is for the self. Lust is just for yourself by any means necessary. Because for anybody that will go and do activities with their own mind, sexual activities within their own mind with somebody that doesn't know they're doing that, would you tell them the thoughts that you had? Would you tell them what you did? No, of course not, right? You would never expose that lustful activity that happened because you would be ashamed of it. That's what lust is. But if you love somebody, if you have loved somebody, what often happens, you tell them. What happens when you love, you know, a lot of people will fall in love with their best friends and what happens over time, you can't help but express that love to them. You're like, Carol, Bill, whatever their names are. <laughs> I love you. Why do they do that? Because love overpowers and overflows and naturally expresses itself onto others to give. But lust goes inside and hides and manipulates and starts to feed off of an energy that will trick you into thinking that you are pleasing yourself and it's okay, but it's detrimental to the spirit because to enter the kingdom of God, and when we're talking about the kingdom of God, I'm talking about that peace, that love within, the compassion. I'm not talking about some pearly gates when we die and we go into the clouds. No, I'm talking about that place within ourselves while we are here that place of love, compassion, you understand? Good energy, essence, to enter that place is through love, true love, not through lust. Lust will create a barrier in our heart from going to that place because now we rely on filling our cup up with something that is cheap, quick, selfish, and something that lies to us because lust will lie to you and be like no no it's okay you are pleasuring yourself in the name of pleasure in the name of self-love it is okay but it's detrimental to the spirit you understand it is detrimental to the spirit 100 percent. you have to be very cautious and aware if you are expressing lust or if you are expressing love and if we are objectifying other people just for our own pleasure. Now, it's one thing to be attracted to somebody, right? You can be attracted. You can look at someone and be like, wow, they make me feel a way. That's okay. But as soon as you start to objectify them, right? And start to look at them in a way to pleasure yourself. You are engaging in lust and that will pour into your heart and be detrimental to your spirit. And you will ask why your cup never feels like it was like it is full. You can have lustful engagements upon engagements upon engagements and ask yourself, why am I still empty? Why do I feel more depleted than I was before? When you're in love, when you express love, you don't deplete one another. No, you give to one another. But two people that are lusting over one another still leave depleted out of that situation yes in the moment it may feel good but there's a hole at the bottom of that cup you're pouring into nothing you understand 
What's the point of connection? What's the point of love? To feel that true essence, that compassion, that comfort, that peace. Like everybody's been with somebody, maybe, and you've been in love, and you just feel completely in peace and comfort with them and union. You know, that's a beautiful place to be, and we crave that so much. We crave to have that so much that we will settle for lust. We will settle for that quick fix. You understand? But it's not—it's not the real deal, and we have to be careful. And that's why, to me, I stop it right in the mind. When I am lusting in my mind, that's where I stop it, because I know once I engage, it goes down a slippery slope. If I am talking to somebody and the conversation goes there, and I realize there's actual no love with them, and I'm just lusting over them, and I realize I objectify them in my mind, mm, I stop it right there. Because lust will overpower yourself, <laughs> right? Once those hormones are going, it will overpower all sense and trick you into something that is not even for you. You understand? It would be better to focus on the love within yourself, creating more love until that magnitudes out, and you attract more love into you than it is to go chase lust and try to fill your cup up. Through something that is never going to fill you up, and I know this may be some people are going to listen to this and be like, "No, I don't agree," and that's all right. But firsthand experience I've gone through, I've seen the power in being able to challenge lust, shift the perspective, the position, and pivot into love, and be able to have those tools to be able to be disciplined. Because some of us only engage in lust, because we don't even know how to turn it down. We don't even know how to say no. Lust has a hold on us. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the lustful thoughts, a lot of the lustful activities that people do, if they had a choice, if they had the power, which they do, if they were able to express the power to do something else, they would. But lust will take over your mind, your body, and your spirit. We've all experienced it. We've all experienced lust where it left us depleted. And the more you feed into it, the more it takes a hold on you. The more you feed into love, the more you get poured into, right? And you're done knowing hindsight. Every ting gonna be all right. It's a vibe ting. <laughs>